Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. This is the Falcoholic Podcast, the official podcast of the Atlanta Falcons on the SB Nation Podcast Network. I'm David Walker, and on today's podcast, we're going to talk about the Falcons' initial, and I want to emphasize the word initial, 53-man roster. They finished their cuts on Tuesday afternoon, early afternoon. They wrapped it up, uh, and now they have the roster that they're going to begin practicing with. But again, I think the important caveat here is that this is an initial roster, uh, other teams are making cuts as we speak. They have to wrap up by 4 p.m. on Tuesday. And that's important to note because there's a very strong likelihood that the roster we see today will not be the one that the Falcons have for the initial uh, game of the season when they go up against the Eagles in a little over a week and a half. Um, but let's talk about who's on the roster right now, some of the surprises, some of the surprise cuts. Uh, and what this roster looks like. So I want to start on the offensive side of the ball. Let's start at the very top. This was an area where I think fans had a good feeling for how things might play out. And we got a little bit of a surprise here. Obviously, at quarterback, Matt Ryan is the starter. Josh Rosen has made the roster. Right now, I think the presumption is that Rosen will be quarterback number two. Uh, what is also surprising is the Falcons are rostering three quarterbacks. Felipe Franks, right now, is on the 53-man roster. So that is a little bit of surprise. I think he was someone that many of us thought would be cut and then potentially put on the practice squad. Apparently, the Falcons either didn't feel like he was going to survive uh, the cut and, and might have gotten picked up by another team. I'm not, I don't think that would have been the case, but uh, that may explain why Franks is still on the roster. Um, or they liked him enough that they felt he deserved a spot and they want to keep developing him as a future backup quarterback for uh, whoever the starter is down the road because it's clear uh, right now they don't perceive him as QB2. And again, this is where I could see a move changing this in the next week or so. Uh, the Falcons may find another veteran um, on, on the cut list, someone like Trevor Simeon, which uh, we're still waiting to get confirmation on whether he's been cut or not. Um, but the Falcons may still look for another quarterback that could supplant either Franks or Rosen. Uh, I don't think Rosen is 100% cemented into his position either. Uh, right now, Felipe Franks, I think, still could ultimately end up on the practice squad. And Rosen may end up getting completely replaced with a veteran option. Uh, I still think that's the case. And that looks like, you know, right now we've got three quarterbacks. But I feel like this is the position where we could see uh, a lot of potential turnover. The running backs, They're, the Falcons are going with one fullback and just three halfbacks. Uh, Mike Davis, the starter, Quadriolison, uh, Corderell Patterson, who's really more of like an offensive weapon, but he is going to primarily serve as a running back. Uh, and then Keith Smith is a fullback. Interestingly, um, running backs, Dante Foreman, uh, who I, don't, I think most people did not have him making the roster, but uh, maybe more surprisingly, Caleb Huntley, 
who uh, beat out Javian Hawkins uh, after that second round of cuts that got a lot of snaps in that final preseason game. He did not make the 53-man roster, which I think surprised quite a few people. Uh, and ultimately, I think he is someone that they'll try to put on the practice squad again, assuming he, he clears waivers. Um, and he, he does seem like someone that makes a lot of sense uh, for the practice squad for the Falcons. Wide receivers, they did end up going with six. This, again, I think a lot of people were saying, okay, uh, Arthur Smith's offense is very tight end heavy. We think he's going to run a lot of two tight end sets. We still think that'll be the case. Um, but he actually went with six wide receivers this time around. Uh, obviously, the top three are no surprise. Calvin Ridley, Russell Gage, Alameda Zacchaeus. Um, after them, the, the next three guys, I think, you know, you could have made a case for them. Uh, I don't know that any of these guys particularly wowed in the preseason, but uh, they are now on the 53-man roster. Tajay Sharp has made it. Christian Blake, uh, a carryover from last year. And uh, drafted rookie Frank Darby. Now, for Darby, I think many people thought he was not going to make the roster. And this may be as much about the Falcons not wanting to give up on a draft pick just yet. This is their first draft class under Terry Fontenot and Arthur Smith. I, I think this is simply a matter of them not wanting to give up on one of their draft picks this quickly. So I suspect that they will keep him on the 53-man roster. I do not think that they're going to try to cut him at all. Uh, I think they're afraid that another team will try to poach him and put them put him on their uh, 53-man roster. So I suspect he will be the kind of player where they'll put him on the roster and he's going to be a game day inactive for the entire season. That way they can pull him through the season. They can give him the 2022, uh, see if he makes enough development to secure himself a spot uh, but this is sort of like redshirting him. He's going to be on the 53, but I, I fully expect uh, that minus any injuries that you know uh, happen ahead of him, that he will be someone that will be frequently inactive on game days. Now, tight end, I have been on the record as saying that Falcons would keep four. Uh, I still think it's a possibility. Parker Hesse was put on the COVID list, so it's possible that when he comes off that list, they could kick someone else off and put him in. But right now, they're rolling with three tight ends. Hayden Hurst, Kyle Pitts, Lee Smith. No surprises there. Um, the player that I had as my dark horse, John Rain, also got cut. So he, uh, I'm 0 for 1 in my predictions for this uh, 53-man roster. And that that is one position where I think there could be one additional uh, body brought in in Parker Hesse. But they may roll with three tight ends for this season, which is a little surprising. Um, but this could just simply be about quality... Uh, over quantity for Arthur Smith. So hopefully uh, these guys stay healthy for the, the, you know, the fullness of the season uh, or they get some guys on the practice squad stash that they can you know, easily move up in, if something happens. All right, offensive line. Also thought there would be nine guys here simply for the depth uh, portion of this. Uh, running with eight feels a little bit risky, uh, I feel like that ninth offensive lineman, even if they're inactive, you want that depth. Uh, this is another position where I think the Falcons could make a move this week. Uh, they're probably right now monitoring the cuts of veterans uh, and other guys from other teams to see if someone they like comes free on the offensive line, particularly uh, on the interior. I, I still think they have you know some question marks on the interior of the uh, offensive line at this point. But right now... The starting unit, presumably, is going to be Jake Matthews at left tackle, um, Josh Andrews at left guard, Matt Hennessy at center, 
Chris Lindstrom at right guard, and of course, Caleb McGarry at right tackle. And right now, the current backups are drafted rookie Drew Dahlman, uh, Jalen Mayfield, and Jason Spriggs, who actually played pretty well. Uh, surprisingly, Willie Beavers, uh, who was at one point promoted to the first team uh, when Caleb McGarry was out, uh, he did uh, get cut, which was a bit of a surprise. Jason Spriggs, I do think, outperformed him in the preseason. Uh, but Beavers seemed to be in high regard with the coaching staff. I guess not high enough. Um, and right now, Matt Gono has been put on the pup list, which means he will not be able to return for at least six weeks. Given that, uh, I do think they'll look for someone else, but hopefully Gono can get healthy at some point during the season and come in and resume as the potential swing tackle. Right now, it looks like the swing tackle going into the season will be Jason Spriggs. Uh, And that wraps up the offensive side of the ball. Let's talk about the defense. But before we do that, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is Advertiser Content, brought to you by Frito-Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight, we'll break down... We break down who will be cutting... Cut! What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys, it's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are. It is the 2023 Frito-Lay snack It. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay snack bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. Just go to frito No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void wherever hip Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. And we're back on the Falcoholic Podcast reacting to the Falcons' initial 53-man roster that just released here on Tuesday, August 31st. Uh, we've talked about the offense. Let's talk about the defense, uh, starting with the trenches, the defensive line. Uh, not many big surprises here. Grady Jarrett, obviously, Marlon Davidson, uh, the two names sort of, you know, at the top of this list, Tyler Davidson as well. Uh, Jonathan Bullard, I think, you know, he earned that spot uh, this preseason, has looked very good. Uh, John Kaminsky, Tyler, I already mentioned Tyler Davidson, and then Taquan Graham. So those are the six guys uh, in the middle in this, essentially this 3-4 defense, but please don't put too much, um, uh, too much on that. The outside linebackers, right now, there are five of them. Again, no big surprises here. Um, Dante Fowler, uh, Jacob Tuioti Mariner, Stephen Means. Those three guys are, I think, what you would consider to be the uh, the, the first-run starters on the outside. Uh, Adida Kumbo Ogundeji uh, has made it, of course, uh, the, the drafted rookie who's looked good in training camp in the preseason. Uh, and then, of course, Brandon Copeland. The inside linebackers, this is where we actually now have one of our only uh, undrafted free agent signings other than Felipe Franks, of course, at quarterback. Uh, The four guys that make up the inside linebackers now for the Falcons, of course, Deion Jones, uh, Foye, Aluakon, and Michael Walker were no surprise. Um, There was a bit of a competition for that fourth spot, and that was even whether or not the Falcons would keep a fourth guy back there. 
Uh, and it's Dorian Etheridge who played uh, a fantastic game in that first preseason, uh, ended up arguably being a little bit more consistent uh, than uh, some of the guys that he was competing with. He has made the initial 53-man roster. I feel like this is a position that's going to be relatively stable. Um, Enroll Thompson was one of the guys that was in competition here. I could see him potentially going to the practice squad for this team. Really liked what he did as well in this preseason. Uh, but right now, Dorian Etheridge, the only other uh, undrafted free agent other than Felipe Franks to make the 53-man roster, I think he's relatively safe. I think we can run with this. Now, as we get into the defensive backfield, this is where things get interesting. Um, the Falcons are going to be running with 11 total defensive backs. Now, um, I think most people thought the max number for the defensive backs was going to be around 10. So they're they're running one heavier than what most people projected. Really, with that being sort of four safeties, five corners, and then that that 10th player being sort of a hybrid player that could play both um, safety and corner. Let's start with the safeties. Obviously, Dron Harmon, Eric Harris are the two presumed starters, the veteran starters, the one-year rentals at the safety position. Um, and then, of course, you've got uh, at the, the, the backups for those guys, uh, Richie Grant, uh, who was our second-round draft pick, and then Jalen Hawkins, arguably one of the most improved players from last year to this year, uh, who we think also is going to see a lot of the playing time. Now, the corner position, this is where I think things are a little bit interesting. Obviously, A.J. Terrell, Fabian Moreau are the two penciled-in starters. They've looked good from what we've seen from them in camp uh, and limited playing time in the preseason. Uh, and then behind them, you've got Isaiah Oliver, who is the presumed uh, nickel corner, uh, who has actually played pretty well. Uh, I think he played pretty well in the back half of last year in this revised position for him. Uh, and then Darren Hall and Avery Williams, the two drafted corners, they have made the roster. Darren Hall maybe a little bit more of a surprise, but again, I don't think the team wants to walk away from any of their drafted rookies. The, they they want to hang on to these guys, whether they play them or not. So Hall could be someone that uh, in a very similar way is kept inactive on game days, and they're keeping him to uh, pull him into the 2022 season unless injuries, of course, happen ahead of him. Uh, Avery Williams clearly, I think, is going to be the punt returner of choice for the team going forward. Uh, TJ Green, who I feel like actually really had a very, very strong season uh, in the last couple of preseason games. That last one may have played him onto the roster. Uh, he is a player that's got some size. He's one of the guys, I think, that can sort of platoon between safety and corner. Uh, he has made the roster, so uh, kudos to him. And Kendall Sheffield is currently on the roster. He is a guy that I felt was on the bubble. He did not play at all in the preseason. Uh, he has barely practiced. I, in fact, I don't know that he has practiced once. Many of us thought he would either be put on the pup list or put on injured reserve. This could be something where he could be returning in the very near future, and the Falcons just are not willing to move on from him yet. Um, but he has, for now, made the roster. I will say this. I've, I do feel like this is a position where... Uh, if they're going to add another offensive lineman um, or even potentially another running back, I feel like one of these defensive backs could be the guy to go. And honestly, I still think I'm going to continue to say that I think Kendall Sheffield is going to be that guy um, simply because his second season was such a downturn in performance. It, the injuries this year, I, I could see them trying to stash him on the pup list. Uh, and you know, obviously that would be six weeks before you would be able to see him again. I feel like there's maybe an additional change coming for the defensive backs. So 
this is definitely one to keep an eye on. But right now, Sheffield has made the roster. And of course, the the specialist Josh Harris, uh, long snapper Young Way Koo for the kicker, and Cameron Nizalak uh, has made it as the punter. Uh, the former holder uh, or former teammate of Young Way Koo uh, is also now made the roster as well. So kudos to those guys. Um, as I mentioned before, this is, and you're going to see a lot of people saying this, and it bears repeating, this is the initial roster. Uh, I think we're going to see more moves made even possibly today or tomorrow as these other guys are cut. Um, the Falcons are pretty high in the, uh, the, the chain for, you know, claiming guys off waivers because of their record last year. So if they go and claim a guy, there's a good chance that they'll get him. Um, likewise, if a veteran is cut, especially again, I think on the offensive line, because of the lack of depth there, I think that is a position they could look to address. Uh, and some of the guys that I think, even though right now they're on the roster uh, who are, are not necessarily on sure footing. If you asked me to put that down into a list, I would say, number one, Felipe Franks. Uh, I do think they'll try to put him on the practice squad at some point, but I, I just don't see them trying to carry three quarterbacks all year long. Um, Josh Rosen, uh, again, I think this is more about the team wanting to give him a longer look, but I don't think he's on sure footing either. I think the team could still look for another veteran quarterback to be the true uh, uh, back up to Matt Ryan this year. So the two quarterbacks behind, behind Matt Ryan are on my list for uh, players on the least uh, least sure footing uh, on this team. Uh, past that, I think you have to go and look uh, again at the uh, the corners, at the, the secondary. And, and Kendall Sheffield in particular is a player that I think uh, could ultimately be cut or at least put on IR or the pup list uh, to try to make room for another player at another position. Uh, so that is the 53-man roster for now. Uh, obviously, we will have updates at thefalcoholic.com if any additional signings and cuts are made. Uh, and we fully anticipate something will happen. But right now, this is what it looks like. I think most of this is not surprising. A few names that didn't make it were slightly surprising, but this is the nature of the NFL. Uh, at this point, it, none of us should be surprised by any of what happens here. So guys, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at FalcoholicDW. Updates for this podcast at FalcoholicPod. And of course, our articles daily at TheFalcoholic.com. Thanks for listening in. We'll talk with you next time. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.